Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The opinions and suggestions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. The following program is sponsored by Moody Custom Homes, LLC, Ideal Electric, LLC, and First Priority Bank. This is KRMG Home Pros, where green country gets the facts about new home construction and remodeling. Call the show at 918-460-KRMG. KRMG Home Pros on 1023 KRMG. Tulsa's News and Talk. I'm proud of the house we Good afternoon and welcome to KRMG Home Pros. This is an Ask the Experts weekend here on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. I am Skyler Cooper and welcome into KRMG Home Pros. I'll go ahead and give you a heads up. If you were trying to get into the gardening show with Alan Storjahan and you didn't make it on the line, why don't you go ahead and call right now? Because Home Pros today is going to be a bit of an extension of the gardening shows. We've got experts on for your questions today. 918-460-KRMG, 460-5764 or text us type KRMG and then your question to 70123. Home Pros, as always, sponsored by Moody Custom Homes. You can reach them 918-734-4059 or buildyourcustomhome.com. Also sponsored by Ideal Electric. Reach Brandon Sizemore for your electrical needs, 918-812-7641. And for your financing questions or needs, Sarah Hadrava can help you out. First Priority Bank, 918-381-2238. I want to welcome in Daryl Moody with Moody Custom Homes. Daryl, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Skyler. And how are you doing? Doing pretty well. I guess you guys had a pretty good weekend at the Home and Garden Show last week. Yeah, it was a it was actually a busy show. Uh, it, it was pretty nice. So we're looking we're looking forward to the uh, uh, HBA's Home and Garden Show be coming up. I believe the first uh, full weekend in March. It's uh, I think starts on the eighth if that's a Thursday, eighth of March. So we're looking forward to it. If it has uh, anywhere near the traffic we got at the uh, at the Cox Show, it's going to be really nice. Yeah, I heard the after report on the show from last weekend, and it sounds like people were just so sick of not being able to go anywhere that they uh, they turned out for this one. So I'm glad you guys got some uh, some uh, traffic out there, and it sounds like it was a good show. But uh, back to uh, reality this week when it comes to uh, not having to have uh, too many people around while we're doing a radio show. But hey, it sounds pretty good. I like that background noise. Um, today, <laughs> a little bit interesting. I'm, I'm joining you in the remote world because I am uh, broadcasting from my bedroom closet today, <laughs> deciding to do it from home on this occasion. So uh, if I sound a little different, that's probably what's going on. But today we're going to talk a little, um, little outdoor stuff, which is uh, something I need some help with, as always. It tends to be Daryl. There a lot of things relate to what I'm dealing with at home too. So today we're going to talk a little grass and sod. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to move the show into more, a little bit about, you know, things people can do themselves at home and, uh, and things that, uh, require, uh, just living in your house and, uh, 
and of course we'll continue to keep getting into different things about building and, and construction but this is just a real good subject because it's the time of year to start looking at it and uh, thinking about your your yard and of course whether you're a renter or you're a homeowner or you're building a new home or whatever uh, at the very end of the n- new build process then putting in grass and sod is one of the last things you do so it's it's real important to do that and we've had uh, ray on before but uh, we wanted to bring him back and so i'd like to welcome our guest today is ray volentin i hope i pronounced your last name i can get the ray down but uh, anyhow with tulsa grad grass and sod tulsa grass and sod farms incorporated uh so ray welcome to the show again appreciate it um well we 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 you know we enjoyed having you last time and uh why don't you uh go ahead and tell us your um how to get a hold of you at your office and if you want to your cell phone number or and also you guys have a pretty interesting website i think that uh if i remember correctly so can you tell us how to get a hold of you uh, yes, our, our sales office is 918-369-3661. That's for pickup. If you want to arrange for an installation or delivery, you can call that number and, and uh, they'll get you routed to the proper area there. So um, uh, just a, a background, we're one of the older farms, club farms in the uh, state of Oklahoma. My dad started in the mid-1960s. And uh, it is uh, it was a new industry then. It's still a fairly new and growing industry now. So um, I guess uh, uh, it's like any business; uh, it uh, gets better with time. Well, real quick, what, what was y'all's website? Do I remember correctly? Wasn't it kind of a catchy little website you have there? Uh, yeah, I never looked at the website. TulsaGrass.com, I guess, is how they... Yeah, they yeah it was it. something simple. I, I knew that. It's easy to remember, so TulsaGrass.com. It's so easy to remember, I forgot in the last year. So, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that, that's the young people put all that together. They they do a real good job of that, so... Yeah, and everybody's younger than you and I, Ray, so, you know, it's just... Oh, that's uh, right. It, it isn't hard to be younger than me, so... <laughs> or me. Um well, uh, we, we kind of want to get into this. There's several areas we want to cover. And like I said, that you were on a, you were on a show, I, I think it was about a year ago, but there, I think you were, Aaron was the one that was on, you were live in the studio then. So, uh, but um, anyhow, you're live over the phone now. So I, I kind of, I have a whole bunch of things I want to talk to you about and uh, partially because this is really the time of year to start thinking about your yard uh, for the for the spring and the summer. Is that correct? That is correct. If you're if you're going to start uh, uh, making improvements or making changes, now is the time to start thinking about it because you got a lot of factors to consider to be able to do it right. A lot of people think you just put out grass and it grows, but you have to know your, your your soil composition, your 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 nutrient factors, the pH. If you're really going to have a nice lawn, you've got to have all those things line up for you. And uh, this is a good time of year. Get your soil test done. Take it to the OSU Extension. Find out what state your uh, soil is in. Does it need amendments? Do you need changes? Uh, and then if you're uh, you're you're you've got areas that didn't do good last year. 
ascertain what the problem is and uh, see what strategy you need to do to uh, to make it better. Well, and and we want to really get into a lot of that later uh, into a little more detail. Some of the things you just went over, but uh, uh, anyhow, like I said, we want to start getting ready for the summer. But let's go way back to the beginning. And there's several different types of grass and sod that uh, are are in this area. So, uh, and I'm just going to kind of throw them out, and we'll uh, we'll go through them, um, and then. Uh, Describe, you know, which one's better for shaded areas, sunny areas, wet areas, and things like that. But uh, those are all considerations. But let's start off with Bermuda. Well, Bermuda is going to be the most common grass, lawn grass you're going to have in Oklahoma. Uh, it's a pretty much a full sun grass, though, so it's going to be for mostly open or fully open for sun. Uh, now. In the Bermudas, you have a lot of choices. Uh, they Some of the farms still sell common Bermudas. Most of the good farms sell only hybrid Bermudas. And there's very big advantages to staying with the hybrids because you have a, uh, a Bermuda that does not seed out and contaminate your bed areas. And uh, you also have one that you know the, uh, the, uh, the specifics of uh, what it's going to do more Similar to when you get a, uh, a certain breed of dog, you know you got a Labrador, you know you got a Dachshund. When you get in the Bermudas, uh, in the hybrids, you know exactly what you're getting, and uh, you can get the traits you're looking for. Well, and and I've heard people describe Bermuda as years ago. I heard this term; it's an obnoxious weed. But uh, the problem with it is, like you said, and I didn't know they called that seed. I, I always thought it was the runners that just run everywhere. And then my understanding of it is, and, and I heard this, and you can verify whether it's true or not, that OSU was kind of instrumental in developing what they called some sport Bermudas. And the the idea of it is, is you could plant it like in fairways of golf courses where it wouldn't overtake your greens, which is a more delicate grass. And is, is that right, what I'm saying true? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. You have a number of varieties that go from very, very miniature Bermudas to to mid-growth Bermudas to uh, uh, what we call fairly easy care Bermudas, which grow faster and repair themselves quicker and stuff like that. So you want to determine what kind of lawn you want because you've probably got 15 different varieties of hybrids available here in Oklahoma right now. And okay. some of them are quite a bit better than others some are not much better than a common and the one you were talking about earlier that the weed that's its common bermuda the common bermuda is does not make a good lawn grass it's uh, it does produce seed which will spread with the wind and birds and such and contaminate uh, areas where you don't want bermuda grass to be growing the hybrids uh, the seed is sterile that it produces so it is confined to the uh, the stolen and the uh, and the uh, root growth. Okay, and so now most all those types, I'm assuming, are are uh, high sun areas and everything. So let's switch over a little bit to and uh, after the break, let's switch over and we want to talk about the other kinds of zoysia and fescue and things like that. You're listening to KRMG Home Pros talking about uh, Tulsa grass and sod today. Tulsa grass and sod farms. Ray is on the line. You want to join us? Nine one eight four six. 
This is KRMG Home Pros on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back. This is Home Pros on an Ask the Experts weekend. This is 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. I'm Skyler Cooper with Daryl Moody from Moody Custom Homes. And our guest today, we're talking about grass and sod. If you're thinking about what you're going to do with your yard later on this year, after the cold, cold weather is gone, and it starts to grow again. This is the show for you today. Ray Valentine is our guest with Tulsa Grass and Sod Farms Incorporated. You can reach us, 918-460-KRMG, 460-5764. Get your questions in now, get lines open, or send us a text. Type KRMG first, and then your question to 70123. Daryl, good time to start talking about this now, because I know there's some prep time before it gets hot, and a little bit too late at that point. So we're talking about that sweet spot where uh, it's really good to start treating your yard or whatever it is you're working on and the different areas and how they need special attention. But before the break, we're talking about some of the different types of grass and how they're all very different and how unique they can be to work on. Yeah, and I I want to take a few seconds and kind of let people know why Ray is here. Ray does all of our sod when we, after we're done with the house, we call him in to come and measure and everything. But uh, one thing I want to point out is, as we've said on the show a lot of times, you know, KRMG vetted us before they let us come onto the show. And everybody we bring onto the show are people that we vetted. They've done work for us. We know they're going to take care of the listeners out there. And Ray is one of those. And one of the nice things about uh, home building is is most all the subcontractors and most of the vendors you deal with are local business people and ray is one of those that you know, he is one of the owners of that company and or the owner i believe and uh he personally still goes out and measures and stuff like that so that's really nice to have people that still maintain ownership but they still have that personal customer relationship and uh ray has been that way and been a a, a phenomenal phenomenal uh, uh vendor to us so over the years but anyhow so getting back into it ray uh you you can uh, thank me later for that plug but <laughs> be getting back into it uh, we we've covered bermuda but the areas that are are shaded areas uh, of your yard you know where you have trees or it's on the it's on the uh shady side like the north side and you may have a fence that blocks the west sun and stuff like that to where you just can't get grass to grow and there's two other types of grass and if you'll explain the difference between zoysia and fescue okay well zoysia is kind of the it's a luxury warm season grass similar to the bermuda but it grows a little bit more like the fescue and it, its leaves are more upright but it's very plush it's kind of the aristocrat of the warm season grasses uh people that really like a nice nice lawn that they don't have to do a lot of maintenance care for uh will 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 turn their lawn into zoysia or they'll start it with zoysia from the very first if they get a new house and they know they already want it where zoysia usually comes in on renovations is a lot of homes after 10 15 years the trees have grown up just enough bermuda stays thin and doesn't really thicken up anymore in that case the zoysia is probably a good replacement because it's going to get by on less sunlight and still stay thick and plush and is that something you guys put down Yes, yes. We're, we're, there's only really two farms that grow much zoysia in the state, and we're one of them. So. Okay. And then explain to us what fescue is and when you'd want to use it. Okay. Fescue north of us is an open uh, air grass. It's full sun grass. You get up to Kansas City and north of there. But in our area, 
unless you have just really, really deep soil and, and command over good maintenance, you're not going to want it in full sun because it does need a lot more water in full sun. But here it's the niche grass for the shaded areas because it will be more shade tolerant than Bermuda or Zoiza. So, so it, it has areas where you, if you want grass to be, it's one you have to have in shade areas. Uh, uh, we do have a lot of people, especially up in Bartlesville, Enid, that they like it out in full sun, and if they got really good soil, deep soil, they can do that. If you got rocky soil or poor soil, it's going to limit you on your ability to keep fescue out in, in full sun. Okay. And I grew up in Texas. I, part of it was West Texas. Part of it was up in the Dallas area when I, as I was growing up. And uh, there was a popular grass, I believe, even in the Dallas area. It was St. Augustine grass. We're kind of almost the same climate as the Dallas area. Why do we not see grasses like well, St. Augustine? Well, Dallas here? is kind of the northern reach of St. Augustine in good deal. Uh, the weather we're going to get this week, if you had a St. Augustine lawn, you would probably lose all of it or part of it when it gets this cold that we're going to have this next week. And that's the downside of St. Augustine in this area. Uh, we haven't had as many cold winters that will devastate it like we have before. But uh, in the 90s and early 2000s, you could just about count on one winter in five that would, would take your St. Augustine out. I see. That's the reason it works so well in San Angelo. And also when I lived up near the Dallas area, it was still prevalent because it didn't get right. the cold winters Dallas that we get. So. the northern end of the good range for it. Uh, okay, well, I, let's jump right into, we've kind of already covered, uh, I wanted to talk about winter grasses. Uh, and uh, I know it uh, overseeding, uh, and I know it's usually a fall process, but if you can, let's just hit this when to overseed, and is it an annual deal, and why you should. Okay, if you want to overseed fescue or rye, sometimes rye is a possibility if you're not wanting a permanent grass and you want to change over to something else the following year you can use perennial rye as a temporary uh overseeding in the fall and that'll carry through to the spring till it gets hot and it kind of burns out then but if you want a permanent overseeding and fescue your best time is going to be september 15th to october 15th uh, you don't need a ton of preparation but you do need some preparation you want to be sure you've got all the thatch and all the clutter that's on the surface uh, raked up before you seed, because if you don't have ground contact, you're not going to have a good overseeding, and, and you'll want to fertilize properly at that time. Uh, and why would you want to overseed? Just so you have some green over overseed. the winter. All right, here's the difference. Bermuda has rhizomes that will spread out and fill in a damaged spot. Fescue is depending on seeding to do its fill in and you're not going to get that because you're mowing it fescue you're going to have to let it grow two feet tall and seed out if you wanted to get the seed uh, so so in lieu of being able to let it reproduce naturally you've got to do it artificially and provide seed from another source so. got to take a break here you're listening to krmg home pros talking with ray valentine with tulsa grass and sod farms you want to get a question in about what you need to be doing with your yard coming up in the uh, next few months, then you want to join us now, 918-460-KRMG. We'll be right back on Home Pro. 
You're listening to KRMG Home Pros on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Welcome back. This is KRMG Home Pros. It's an Ask the Experts weekend here on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. I'm Skyler Cooper, joined as always by Daryl Moody with Moody Custom Homes. This show is sponsored by Moody Custom Homes, as well as First Priority Bank and Ideal Electric. If you want to reach those guys, you can reach uh, First Priority Bank. We'll start there with Sarah Hadrava for your financing needs, 918-381-2238. And for electrical problems or modifications you want to make at home, you can call Brandon Sizemore, Ideal Electric, 918-812-7641. Find him online, idealelectrictulsa.com. And Daryl Moody, how can they reach you guys? They can reach us at uh, Aaron's cell phone is 918-734-4059. My cell phone number is 918-955-1048. Or you can reach us online at buildyourcustomhome.com. I said at the start of the show, we were sort of extending the gardening show today because our guest is Ray Valentine with Tulsa Grass and Sod Farms. And uh, we're talking all things grass and your yard. If you're looking to uh, keep things in good shape or get things ready for this summer and you want to have a nice green yard, then uh, Ray's going to be the guy to answer those questions for you. And before we jump back in, Daryl, we do have a couple of calls on the line. Someone uh, wanting to know about moss, uh, had an issue with moss there. Jude is on the line. Hey, Jude, what's your issue with the moss? Well, it looks like the moss has taken over the grass rather than the grass Bermuda taking over to moss. And I'm wondering if the freeze this coming few days is going to take care of that, or is there something I can naturally spray on it to just start to get rid of it and get my grass back? Right. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You want me to let Daryl? Yeah, go ahead, Ray. Answer that question. Okay, moss indicates you've got a probably some shade there and a low pH, I would guess. Uh, the cold weather is not going to bother the moss at all. The moss is going to love the cold weather. So uh, probably ought to pull a soil sample, see how low your pH is. Probably just modifying your pH will take care of a lot of it. They do have herbicides that you can have a, uh, a lawn care people come out, and they will kill it, but you'll probably need to to elevate your pH up a little bit to uh, keep it from returning. And uh, you'll see your grass do a lot better once you get a 6.5 a, 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 a to 6.8 pH. So and, probably, and how do they elevate that pH, Ray? Uh, lime. Uh, there again, you might want to use a, uh, a professional to do that. It's kind of tricky on the, the chemistry on how much you need to do it properly and and you can only put on so much at a time when you're doing a surface application. Uh, when you got a new yard, you can incorporate it, which which speeds up the uh, the, uh, uh, the 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 whole process. But uh, when you have to surface apply it, you got to do a little bit at a time, and each year let it kind of perk down. Jude, do you have a lot of shade in that yard? Where all this moss is, I do. So I will, uh, I guess, raise my pH. Get you a soil sample first. You got to know where you're going. So, okay. Jude, Appreciate thanks so much it. for the call. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you join us if you have a question for Ray. It's 918 460 KRMG. Tim, we have another caller on the line. Hello. Hey, Ron, you're on. What's your question? Oh, um, I hope I'm not repeating questions already been asked, but it's with regard to the Bermuda grass seeds the varieties that your guest spoke about. 
Um, uh, the high, if I have a Bermuda grass yard now, the problem is I have quite a dip in the front yard. I want to get it landscaped so it's level. And uh, as opposed to putting down sod, I'd like to put seed down because I was told by the landscaper there's a good chance that the existing Bermuda will grow up through the topsoil that they'll be putting down. And uh, I thought maybe if I could find one of those hybrid uh, Bermudas that he spoke about, is is one going to interfere with the other? Is a, if I go with one that isn't got the runners that go all over, uh, if I use a hybrid one, is the texture of the grass going to, you know, really be unsightly or, or anything like that? We'll let the grass whisper Ray answer that. Go ahead, Ray. Okay, you're not going to find a, a seeded Bermuda that's going to match whatever you have. Now, unless you've already got a common Bermuda, most likely if you had the lawn put in, uh, uh, it's a hybrid Bermuda. It's just a matter of matching up the hybrid Bermuda if you need to put sod in. Usually, if you have a identifiable hybrid and you're just doing a small amount, it's much quicker and cheaper to just put some sod and patch that spot area. Uh, you're talking about a long-term deal if you're waiting for what's underneath to come up through it, depending on how much cover you're going to put on top of it. So, um, you know, you can weigh the, the cost of doing that. Uh, uh, you would not use a seeded Bermuda if you did a trial like that. You'd use probably rye if you did it this time of year. And then the Bermuda would come in and replace it eventually. But you're talking about all summer for that to occur. Oh. Yeah, what I uh, the landscaper we we uh, agreed that they would not do their um, work until uh, April probably because he said that the Bermuda seed germinates much better uh, once the warmer hot weather begins. And that it's not it's not a uh, a good seed to put down during either the fall or real early spring, so that's what we were looking at. Um, it, you, the yard is quite old. Uh, the house and the yard have been here since the uh, 1990s, so I don't know. We just moved in here about three years ago. I have no idea of what kind of uh, Bermuda it is all I know is that it's got a lot of runners because I've got a flower bed out in front I'm constantly fighting with the stuff to keep it well, from invading into my flower bed it sounds like you've got a U3 common or a, or a, or a, or a uh, generic common uh, so you, you could seed uh, Bermuda seed but uh, there again you know if you're talking about a small area, it's much easier to just get some sod and patch in there rather than wait on it to, to grow. Seed, Ray, seeding no, is we, not easy that everyone thinks it is. It is not that easy on warm season seeds. Ray, is that okay. the kind of thing you can come and look at for them? Yes, we can. We can identify what they have and, and give him his choices of uh, alternatives that he can go to. And and there's well, no I'm, charge for you to come and look at that? I'm in, I'm in Branson, Missouri, and oh. I... I up your okay. radio program because I'm listening to Alan, the garden man, before 
before your program comes on, but okay. you piqued my interest when you started talking about lawn care, and uh, with this project we've got coming up, I, I just wanted to run it by you fellows to see. Now, if we're in Branson, Missouri, is there a chance that the variety we currently have in the yard is going to be different than the varieties that you guys might have there in Tulsa? Yeah, probably so, because the the varieties there are more usually cold tolerant and they don't go to the smaller Bermudas because they're more tropical. So you're usually going to see a, 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 what we call a more northern Bermuda put in up there because they, they do winter harder than we do here. Okay, all right. And typically, if we did go with the seed, and I, I did speak with a gentleman at the hardware store, our local hardware store, who he has access to Bermuda seed. Uh, if we put that down, say, like uh, mid to late April and uh, keep it watered well, it, is there generally a reasonable period of time or amount of time that before we saw some good seed uh, germination? Well, it'll depend on your temperatures, but if you put down seed during that period, April 15th, that'd be about the earliest you'd do it. And then uh, uh, sometime in April 15th, May 1 period, you'd probably see significant growth in about 45 days. Yeah. Hey, Ray, I don't mean to interrupt you, but we are at a time where we have to take a break. Uh, Sure. Okay. Uh, I want to thank the listener for calling in. Thanks so much, Ron, for the call, 918-460-KRNG. If you have a question for our guest, Ray, about your address, and when we come back from the break here, our final segment, we'll talk a little bit about what you can do now or when you need to start preparing for weeds and that kind of thing in the upcoming spring and summer. KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to Home Pros. I'm Skyler Cooper, joined as always by Daryl Moody with Moody Custom Homes. If you've got questions for our guests today, Ray Valentine, Tulsa Grass and Sod Farms, uh, you want to know about your yard, what you should do, and preparing for this uh, upcoming warmer season. And join us now. We've got open lines and a couple of minutes left on the show. 918-460-KRMG, 460-5764. So, uh, Ray, let's burn through a couple of the topics here that we were wanting to get to. And one of those I have a question about is looking ahead, is there anything to do now or when should I start preparing? What would I do to uh, try to maintain or control the weeds when this summer comes around? Okay, yeah. Probably get rid of your uh, as much of the uh, top material as you can. Mow it short. Uh, rake it if you think you got a lot of thatch. And if you think you have weed problems, apply a good pre-emergent. And you're going to want to do that before probably March 15th. So before it gets too warm, I guess gives it time to get in there and do its thing, right? Right. The pre-emergent will stymie uh, uh, weed development seeds, and uh, but it uh, once they germinate, it will not kill it unless you get into certain kinds of herbicides that have a little bit of uh, post uh, control. So when you're in the peak of the summer, and I'll admit I've had to do this before. Before I owned a weed eater, I was just out of control on the weeds on the fence line and the tall grass. I went around with some spray, which I guess just kills everything. That's not not really the best way to do it, is it? Right. The, uh, the, the Roundups will kill everything pretty much. Uh, there are some selective herbicides. Uh, uh, very difficult for a homeowner to do because you do have to be very precise. It's always good to have a professional probably do that. But uh, there are some selections that can be done. Uh, 
the the good thing is if if you're really diligent about getting rid of weeds, you can pretty much stop them over a two three year period from ever returning much hmm. by just that's, post urgent control. Oh, that's really good. Uh, that's a good thing to, to to know if you're if you can be diligent for a couple of years, then it'll be easier going down. You said before you put that pre emergent up before March fifteenth, um, you want to mow it short. So let's let's start there and then go forward into the summer. Um, I'm not a big fan of mowing, but you know, you got to do it. So, um, is there a better way to do it? If you're wanting a healthy grass, do you want to go shorter? Do you want a, a particular amount of days between what's the best, uh, the best way to go? Well, the, the, the thing about mowing is it can either enhance your lawn or deteriorate your lawn. If you're letting it get too tall and, and mowing off too much, uh, you will, uh, you will, uh, oh, Okay. Sound like something was uh, going on over there on his end, Daryl. So, but I know it can be different if you're. Uh, I think what he was getting at, I've experienced. I've waited too long, and then you have a lot of material that's just sitting around there on top, and it, it can cause some dead spots. Hello. Hey Ray. Yeah, we got you back. We lost you for a second there. You were saying if you cut too much off. Yeah, um, you you're going to deteriorate the health of the lawn, and. Uh, you really only want to cut about 20, 25% of the height each time you mow. If you do that, then the lawn actually stays a lot healthier. Uh, a lot of weed problems are started when you do what they call a harvest cycle and you just, you're kind of bailing it instead of uh, mowing mm-hmm. it and trimming it. So, yeah. Is it better to that, that said, I've waited too long and then you have a bunch of debris on top and it, it just creates a mess. Uh, is it better to, to catch your grass and, and bag it or is it better to, to mulch and just throw it around? Well, if you're going to cut off more than 25%, you'll want to bag it. If you're cutting it frequently and doing just small amounts, then uh, mulching is great. It, but be sure you're using a mulching mower, not one that just puts clippings down. Yeah, that can make a difference. And, and I guess, you know, it's a matter of uh, preference, but is it, I get or the type of grass. But, I mean, are people needing to mow once a week? Is it too long to go two weeks? Uh, actually on, on fast growing Bermudas, you're going to want to do it, uh, uh, three times every two weeks. So you're, wow. you're once a week cycle is a little too long for Bermuda for really to stay healthy. So, okay. That's pretty fast. Um, does it change based on the season? Like if it's, you know, early yeah, spring yeah, into the yeah. summer, you're, you're not going to bow Bermuda much until it gets really warm weather, probably June, July and August. And then you're, 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 uh, cycle of mowing will slow down once you get into September. So, and then fescue is just the opposite. You're going to want to mow very frequently through uh, uh, April and May, and then you will slow down considerably in the summertime. Just have about two minutes left here. Uh, Ray, Ray Valentine, Tulsa grass and sod farms. I want to ask you about the, uh, the robot mowers. I know a guy who got one and ultimately gave up on it. Um, you know, they're supposed to go out there and do what they do to uh, keep your yard clean and, and mowed for you but um what's your experience with those are they worth the trouble uh i don't know i guess if you like technology it's okay but they don't do a really good job i mean they're not that efficient uh, uh the, the only thing they do do good is they keep it done frequently so you're not chopping off too much of the time yeah i know that you have to put a lot down the the perimeter sensors and everything so it's a lot of work and a Ultimately, the, the guy I know who did it gave up because he has a, a really steep ditch in the front yard and it just couldn't handle it. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. The size of the lawn kind of kind of negates those, and then uh, landscaping and and other obstacles uh, make it more difficult too. Yeah, yeah, Skyler. You know, you think about it in uh, like baseball fields and everything. They mow those things like every other day at least. So you know, it's got to be healthier because theirs always look real nice. <laughs> Ray, how can people get a hold of you if they would uh, like your services? Nine one eight three six nine three six six one. That's our uh, sales uh, division there, and uh, they can direct you to whatever your need is, whether you're needing delivery, installation, or pickup. Or the uh, easiest website in the whole metro, tulsagrass.com. You can't forget it. Right, Daryl? That's right. Ray, hey, thank you very much for coming on again. We sure appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Daryl, how can folks reach you guys, Moody Custom Homes? Uh, Aaron's number is 918. 918- 955. Well, that's my number. 918-955-1048. Aaron's number is 918-734-4059. He doesn't care if you call him up until two in the morning. He's fine with that. So (laughs) take him up on that. He just might, uh, he might be able to help you out. That is Moody Custom Homes. Make sure you check him out. Buildyourcustomhome.com. This is KRNG Home Pros every Saturday from noon until one. My name is Skyler Cooper. We'll be uh, be right back with the future of real estate with Daryl Baskin on KRNG. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.